Hi, I'm Colin Schantz with Copper Tree Solutions, and today we're going to talk about how a cybersecurity service can help protect your company. An antivirus solution is the one of the basic tools involved in cybersecurity. Um, there's a whole lot of other tools that are involved in a in a well thought out cybersecurity strategy. Um, think of cybersecurity as a as a layered approach. Um, you know, there's no one silver bullet solution that you can buy that'll give you that ultimate protection and keep everything else safe. Um, it's really a lot of little things that you can do, a lot of different tools that can be layered on top of each other. Um, in, in the Copper Tree cybersecurity stack, we have about 10 different tools that we use to provide that level of protection. And there's much more than just a, an antivirus program required. There's a lot of things that go into ensuring that a business is not vulnerable on the cybersecurity front. And it really comes down to implementing the proper tools, making sure we're following the proper cybersecurity best practices and following good configuration hygiene. There's work that we do every month. We're constantly reviewing our best practices and standards. We've documented standards on, on the best way to lock your systems down and, and secure your, your infrastructure. And we're constantly learning. There's constantly new things coming in on the cybersecurity front. And we keep incorporating those into our best practices. And as we go around every month to each of our clients, we evaluate your system against those best practices and say, how do you stack up? What are the what are the risks in your infrastructure this month? And is there anything that you should be addressing, things that you should be putting in place or or changing? It's not just about technology. It's also about uh, people and processes and, and making sure that your people are familiar with the risks that are out there and understand, you know, when they get that email, uh, maybe they shouldn't click on that link. Maybe they should maybe they should. Uh, just pass on that one. So it's really, there's a lot of different layers. Um, there's the people layer, there's the technology layer. Um, and there's also the process layer where we make sure that we're doing all the proper maintenance and keeping the systems up to date and properly patched so that your systems are secure. Copper Tree has been brought in several times to help clean up after a, after a cyber incident. Um, and unfortunately, at that point, um, there is going to be some significant impact. Uh, one organization that I spoke with recently just explained the, the pain that they went through with a cyber attack that they had beginning of the year. And ultimately what happened is they got ransomware on their system. Their system was fully compromised. Somebody had admin access on the system. They installed the ransomware, encrypted their, their data, encrypted their backups and they were not able to get back up and running. They lost about a, a month worth of data and they had to do some manual data entry. Luckily, they had a lot of paper backups that they could use to, to get that, get their information back. Uh, but they lost about a month's worth of data and it ended up costing them a lot of money from a business disruption perspective. Their systems were down for days and it, it took them a lot of time to get back and running. They, they had to bring in an incident response team and, and uh, go through a cleanup process. And it was, it was hugely impactful to them. And because they were so reliant on their systems, they were unable to serve their clients during that time. And their clients were impacted. Some of them ended up leaving their organization and going to another organization. Um, so they were really 
heavily impacted and and obviously that's something everybody wants to avoid. People sometimes ask me how likely it is that somebody's going to try and penetrate their system and the likelihood of them being a target. And it's not really about the size of an organization. Um, most organizations are, unless you're a very large company, it's only li- it's unlikely that you'll be specifically targeted. Uh, it's more likely that you'll get caught up in some kind of an automated attack, whether it's a whether it's a ransomware or whether it's a you know a phishing email or something like that. So the size of the organization and the complexity and the value of the the data is not necessarily a primary indicator that you'll be a target. So any organization is susceptible to the same types of attacks. You know, probably the biggest ones that we see are they tend to be email based. Uh, maybe somebody sends an email uh, with a malicious attachment trying to compromise your systems. Somebody clicks on it. Um, and infects their system with ransomware. The other ones that are maybe less technical would be a, a phishing email. We've seen a lot of emails going to finance people that appear to be from their from the CEO saying, hey, transfer some money over to this this other account for whatever reason. And you know, I, I think I think it's safe to say that the more sophisticated the attacks get, the less likely somebody is to notice them. So we want to make sure we're we're educating our people and, and making sure that they're aware of what's out there and what to look out for. One of the things you need to look out for is social engineering. Um, and social engineering is when somebody pretends to be somebody they're not to get you to do something. Um, and this can go along with a, with a phishing type of attack. Um, oftentimes they'll send an email looking for looking to gather some information and then they'll use that information um, in, in their social engineering attack where they you know, maybe they send an email um, pretending to be the CEO, send it to the finance person and ask them to, to make some transfers to a bank account somewhere. Um, and it's really about getting people to think critically um, as they're as they're going about their work. Is this something that, is this a request that could logically come from the CEO or is this a little strange? Um, and most of the time when people are, are thinking about, you know, is, is this something they've asked before before um, and they can be alert and watching, um, then they can, they can identify. We, I can think of one situation where um, somebody got a, somebody in finance got an email that, appeared to be from the CEO and they said, you know, they've never done that before. Um, so thankfully they just walked over to the office and said, Hey, is this, is this really you? And it wasn't. Um, so there, there's, there's lots of ways to identify those things. And the best thing you can do is to educate your people. One of the aspects of security that's sometimes overlooked is the, is the physical security. Um, so you can have all your systems locked down as tight as can be. Um, but if somebody can walk in your door and walk straight into your server room, um, you've still left a fairly significant gap in your in your security layer. We try to make sure that there's good security on the on the server rooms. We try to make sure that all the core infrastructure is safely locked away and and in behind some kind of access control mechanism. Part of the VCIO's job is to make sure that your organization is covered from a cybersecurity perspective. And they're constantly looking for ways to improve your cybersecurity stat status and 
trying to look for new ways to maybe bring on some additional technology that can give you added levels of, of protection um, and really assessing where your business sits. Um, are you are you secure enough? Cybersecurity is kind of a, there, there's, it exists on a bit of a spectrum. Um, you can always be more secure by making bigger investments into cybersecurity, um, but you got to find that sweet spot for your organization where you're spending enough to be secure enough and you're not, you're not overspending and, and limiting how you can use technology with, within your organization. Our systems and processes are constantly changing to accommodate new threats. There's new things coming out all the time. We try to stay on top of what's happening. There's various different organizations that issue news releases with the latest threats that are out there. So we're constantly looking at that and we're constantly evaluating and saying, you know, asking ourselves, is there something else we should be doing or that our clients should be doing within their organizations to stay on top of things and, and stay safe? You know, we have a weekly meeting here at our company where we go over, we call it our standards meeting, and we go over any kind of new things that, that somebody might have identified. And if there's something that we feel should be incorporated into those best practices, uh, that becomes a new standard and those get rolled out to our clients over the course of the next couple of weeks. Sometimes our clients will ask us if they should be getting a, a regular penetration test on their system. And typically, um, unless you have a, a regulatory requirement, um, that isn't something that we do on a, on a regular basis. We have some clients that need to meet specific security requirements. Maybe it's an ISO 27001 or a SOC 2 or some kind of compliance requirement. In that case, we will bring in a third party to do the regular assessment. So um, it could be a you know, quarterly penetration test or an annual penetration test, and then also an assessment against those, against those controls. And we work with a third party. We always feel like we do everything we can on a day-to-day -day basis, but you can't check your own work. Uh, so we always recommend that if, if there is a regulatory requirement, we'll bring in a, a third party to do a, an assessment and a review on a regular basis as well. If your organization thinks you've been penetrated or compromised in some way, uh, the first thing that needs to happen is we'll bring in the incident response team. Um, if you have cyber insurance, which is a pretty critical part of, of security, uh, most of the insurance companies will have their own incident response teams that they will bring in and they'll they'll handle the you know the initial cleanup uh, figuring out what's happened figuring out who did it you know what systems were compromised um, they'll have a they'll have a PR team available that can can handle the PR side of it if there's people that need to be notified because of a privacy breach um, they have people in, available to handle that. Uh, so typically, our role in a breach is coordinating with the incident response team, giving them access to the infrastructure and giving them the tools that they need internally within the infrastructure to, to do the, that initial cleanup and, and figure out what happened. Um, after they've got it contained, we'll get involved to, to help with the infrastructure rebuild, whatever changes need to happen at that point. There's several different cybersecurity standards. Depends what industry you're in, depending, you know, you might have different requirements. Uh, one of the standards is ISO 27001. Um, there's another one that's pretty common, which is SOC 2. And really, 
most organizations won't put something like that in place unless they're required to by maybe their clients or or the you know specific industry they're in requires them to do that. Um, and so if you if you need that, um, we can certainly help you implement those standards. It requires a lot of non-technical work as well. So it's going to require some involvement from your side. And it's looking at the policies, looking at the procedures, and then also the, the technical changes that need to happen. But we can certainly help you with, with implementing those standards. Carpentry works across a broad variety of different industries. It doesn't really matter what industry you're in. Technology underlying all of the different companies that we work with is very similar. Uh, you can walk into a manufacturing company or a law firm or a retail organization or a construction company, and every one of them is going to have the same fundamental infrastructure. They're going to have servers, they're going to have networks, they're going to have endpoints, they're going to have a backup system, an email and Wi-Fi and all those different things. And at the end of the day, the primary difference between the different organizations that we serve is the software that they use. So everybody has their own unique line of business applications that, that work in their organization. But really our best practices around security, they can be applied in any industry and in any organization. Coppertry takes a holistic approach to IT security. Uh, we're looking at everything from where does the where does the data live to how does it move around within the system. The approach to securing, say, an on-premise server is different than securing a cloud server, and you want to make sure that your your information is secure both when it's at rest on the server or in the the cloud service that it might be stored in, and also as it's moving around. So if you're connecting to it from, say, a, maybe a an unsecure public Wi-Fi network, for example. Is your data secure while you're doing that? Um, there's a lot of different aspects to look at, but we try to take a holistic perspective and look at all aspects of IT security, whether it's on-premise, in the cloud, in a SaaS application, on your desktop, wherever it might be, we want to make sure we've got you covered. I'm Colin Schantz with Coppertree Solutions, and today we discussed how a cybersecurity service can help protect your company. Visit our website at coppertreesolutions.ca to start securing your business today.